once you're keeping score and you're and you're kind of working to make tomorrow better than t- than today and and you're pushing things forward it's amazing how quickly your business will absolutely explode as opposed to trickle along hoping to get somewhere you know and uh that's what i want people to understand this look there is so much room to be successful in this business and there's so many agents right now leaving the industry now is the perfect storm for brand new agents and established agents to really kick it into high gear and take their career to the next level because a lot of people are simply not doing it What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Vulcan 7 Coaches and Mentors, where we bring you some of the best in the industry to teach you their tips and strategies so that you can implement in your business immediately. If you've missed any of our previous episodes, go ahead and check them out on our YouTube channel or listen to them on any of your favorite streaming platforms. Now, with that being said, I want to welcome today's guest, Vance Mizzy. Vance, welcome. Hi, Lloyd. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. So for everyone that's listening that maybe is not familiar with you, go ahead and share with us a little bit about yourself and your background. Uh, I am a real estate broker here in the Southern California area, and uh, I help run a large organization, private brokerage, of about 550 agents. Uh, background comes from financial planning and uh, moved into real estate when I kind of got used, uh, tired of the corporate ladder, if you will. Okay. Awesome. So you've been in the real estate game for quite some time, right? Yeah. Over 20 years. Oh, nice. Nice. So for everyone that's listening, you know, we might have some newer agents, agents that have been in the business five years, 10 years. Can you kind of share how your journey started and then how it started to transition to where you are now? Sure. Uh, the way I started, I came into the business, uh, working as, as a uh, full-time uh, mechanic and needed to kind of transition like most people do. They transition in and they, they, they do their changes. And uh, the one thing I, I heard was if you prospect, nothing else matters. And if you don't prospect, nothing else matters. So all I did was every night I got home, you know, when I got home from work, I got on the phone and I made my calls and I kept calling and I kept working my way through. And before I knew it, I was listing homes when everyone was telling me I was I was lucky when it was really just a matter of like I was doing the work that other people simply, you know, I don't want to dig on it, but they most people just were not prospecting. And uh, when I I left the business, actually, in the late 90s and went back to New York and worked on Wall Street for 10 years and uh, worked within that that realm and really rose to the top of kind of everywhere I went based on my work ethic through real estate. So folks, if real estate doesn't work out for you, there's plenty of other careers out there. But, but the idea was, you know, after 10 years though, I got really tired of Wall Street, just that grind. And I resigned on a post-it one morning, called my wife and said, let's move back to California and sell real estate. And uh, within three weeks, we were back in LA doing our thing. And I, I interviewed with a couple of different offices and I said, I need a title officer. I need a phone. I need an office. I need everybody to just get out of my way. And 
Three weeks later, I had my first listing and then it was just off to the races like that. And that was in 2009 when the, the whole market was in free fall and I was taking equity listings simply by calling equity people. So I don't know if that was a long answer to a short question or not, but. No, no, that was great. Okay. So you mentioned your wife, was she yeah. also an agent or is she also an agent right now when you guys work together? Uh, no, actually my wife is my coaching partner. So uh, she is a, she's a uh, physical, uh, a personal trainer and a nutritionist. And she, believe it or not, she knocked about 115 pounds off me. Uh, I was over 265 pounds at my, at my largest and uh, now I'm not. So uh, when we put all that together, we started looking at it and thinking like, how does real estate and coaching and physical fitness and all this stuff kind of blend together. So she and I just, uh, we just opened a company this year called Living Better You. And that's all about working with real estate agents and showing them how to maintain their business and their health at the same time. So that's, that's where she, she becomes my partner. Oh, okay. That's awesome. I don't think I see that very often where there's also like a fitness and wellness incorporated into real estate. Yeah. Many times agents are just like sitting or they don't really look to make sure that they're eating well or exercising. Um, but I'm glad that you brought up your coaching. Can you tell us a little bit more and kind of what you do with the agents that you're training right now um, versus maybe what other coaches do? Sure. Uh, I have, I have, uh, you know, again, Maria and I, my wife, we have uh, this this two step program where we talk to you about nutrition, health, wealth, finance. You know, the whole the whole gambit. Being a real estate agent is not a job; it's a life, and you need to incorporate that into your lifestyle. How you how you handle your money, how you handle your your free time, your work time, your family time. This is all something that most of us have never been trained on anything like this before in our lives. And then we're thrown into this world that can literally encompass us 24 yeah. seven. And if we're not physically and, and mentally maintaining our time, we lose it. And that's where Maria and I kind of come in and start helping people do that. So my coaching goes, um, it's, it's a number of different ways. Uh, in, in my office, I do one-to-one -one mentorship. So as an agent in my office, we do a, a mentorship program for them. I have one-on-one -on -one coaching that I offer. And then we offer coaching programs outside the agency to individual agents uh, on a one-to-one -one basis or in group uh, standards. You know, and uh, my mentorship goes from one-on-one -on -one coaching for a specific deal or a career-minded agent who wants to see bigger picture. So I'll... I'll I'll tell you where to put the signature or I'll tell you how, what, you know, where you want to buy the next building. So it's up to, it's up to the agent, how they want their coaching. Okay. That's awesome. And I'm sure based on all of the experience that you had, you know, doing real estate all this time, you've seen a lot of different things happening. So when it comes to coaching agents, is there anything specifically that you're, you're covering or going over with them now that maybe you weren't so much three, four years ago? Uh, you know, more, more than anything right now, the, the, the one-on-one, -on -one, uh, actual belly to belly hand, hand to hand, uh, reach out with, with clients is something that most agents are really shying away from, you know, they're, they're, they're more involved in social media. They're more involved in the, uh, 
the the external uh, thing. They they they're not as as knee deep. And what I tell all my agents is, you need to do both. All right, I'm all over social media, but I call every day. All right, I'm on the phone every day. Why? Because who better than myself to be on the phone for at least an hour, calling and trying to find business for myself? And I and I challenge every agent I coach with, one to two hours a day. All right. You can do anything for two hours a day. You know, uh, years ago, my wife took me to my first Bikram yoga class. I don't know if you've ever done Bikram yes. yoga. But she said, you can do anything for 90 minutes. I said, okay. And three years later, I'm, we're doing, you know, and I practiced Bikram for 12 years now. And uh, again, it's that you can walk into anything and do it for 90 minutes, two hours. It's when an agent says, I'm going to prospect all day you know, eight hours straight. I caution them on that because there, there's a burnout that maybe you could do it today, but you might not do it tomorrow. And this business is like exercise. It's continuous mm -hmm. repetition, not a bunch today and nothing tomorrow. Exactly. And I think along with that comes accountability because sometimes Absolutely. agents say, hey, I want to do this, but they fall off and if no one's holding them accountable, they're like, okay, well, you know, Vance is a no, so I'm just not going to do it. I'll get back on it tomorrow. You see, so now that's, <laughs> it's funny you said, because through my coaching, one of the things that I have built is an accountability tracker and I call it the real, the realtor blueprint. And it tracks everything an agent needs to be doing from social media posting, uh, sending out mailers, making phone calls, door knocking, uh, their finances. I cover every aspect of it for the agent so they can actually go in and sit down and go through this line by line, day by day, and really kind of check the boxes. I, I am, I'm a check the box kind of guy, right? Everything that I have is just lists of things and got to put check marks next to it and make sure it's done. So when I built out my accountability tracking system, I did it so an agent could just go in and keep score. Because what we keep score of, we can actually improve, you know, and, and what we focus on expands, of course, but by keeping score, by saying, you know, I did five phone calls yesterday, I'm going to do six today. Okay. Or, you know, I tell people, you know, if, if you didn't do something, don't leave the, don't leave it blank, put a zero in because we can put it, we can turn a zero to a one overnight. It's a hundred percent increase. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's one phone call or two phone calls. So it's, working with agents like that and just kind of tugging them along a little bit and giving them that you can do it if you want to. And that's exactly, that's the difference. You know, anybody can do it, but who really wants to do it? And that's, that's really where it comes down to. Yeah. And who is willing to commit and be disciplined yeah. in doing it long-term. <laughs> right. And that, and that's truly wanting everybody, everybody quote unquote wants to be successful but very few people are willing to put in what it takes to be successful. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I, I just uh, ran a uh, ABR class in my office yesterday, which is accredited buyer rep for NAR. And uh, we were talking with the instructor and out of almost 2 million people licensed in the state of California, there's like 25,000 that hold that designation. Wow. So it's like, all right, so if you're ever in an interview and somebody says, what sets you apart from the others? It's, I took five minutes and put a little more into my education. 
you know, a little bit goes a long way in this, in this business and mm -hmm. getting back to your accountability. It's what are you doing to make yourself different than everyone else? Exactly. And, and that's a big question for everybody. Yes. And I think along with that also comes professionalism, which I have seen so many different things doing real estate transactions. I'm sure you have as well. So what tips do you have when it comes to that? Or what, what specifically do you want to touch on that maybe agents need to hear? Uh, well, you know, I, we're at the beach. Okay. And this is, this is, this is a very strange area down here in the matter that I'll show up like this dressed in a, you know, almost practically a three piece suit. And I'll do business with a guy in board shorts and a Hawaiian shirt, you know, and, and flip flops. Uh, I can dress like that too, but it doesn't exude professionalism. And when we're down, you know, down here and when, when, when you're dealing with multi-million dollar properties, you, you, most of the time you're dealing with C-level executives, you're dealing with people who, who get dressed when they go to work and they might expect that same professionalism to show up when someone's going to work for them. And that's kind of what I express to my agents. You know, we're all, we're all individual. You can do business any way you want, but that professionalism is, you know, would you do business with yourself? Would you hire yourself? And if you were your boss, would you give yourself a raise? And if you can answer yes to those three questions, you're doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of time, most people go, well, I guess I'd tell myself to do this more or that more. And you really need to understand where we're coming from with that. And, you know, coming from Wall Street, if you walked in my office without a jacket on, I didn't even hear you. Like literally, like people would walk into my office without their jacket on and be talking to me. And it was literally like there was no sound. And, you know, until they went back to their office, got their jacket and came back because that was the, the level of professionalism was you walked around in a suit. That's how we did business. And I, I kind of appreciate that, but in the same right, I want to make sure I'm being realistic to today's, uh, world. And I, I, I dress how I feel comfortable and I mm -hmm. feel able to do the same. Yeah. And I think for me, just on my experience and what I also like to tell agents is that, you know, nowadays a lot of agents work from home and I personally like to always be, you know, dressed up and ready to go because if I set a listing appointment and that seller is ready to, you know, go now, I can't be in my pajamas, you know? And I think a lot of agents sometimes do that or they're calling from their bed or, or things like that. You know, I, I, I challenge any agent and, and I'll put this out there to anybody listening to this. Anyway, I challenge you to do your, your work in your pajamas and me in my office dressed for success. And you tell me who feels better about themselves, who, who's talking to people with, with more, uh, excitement, enthusiasm, assuredness of themselves. You know, these are the thing. I mean, when I'm home, I, I'm worried about laundry. I'm worried about, you know, what, what was that noise outside, you know? Did I, did I turn off the stove? It, things like that. It's, it's constant, you know, and I need to leave to go to work, but I can appreciate people who can work from home. I just question how effective you're, you're truly being if you're not dressing the part. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And from everything that you're mentioning that you cover in your coaching, 
Um, you know, one of the things that I do want to ask you is that, you know, right now we're wrapping up February. Let's say someone's watching this. They feel like they're falling behind. They want to get back on track and still have a year where they kick mm -hmm. butt. What are some things that they need to be looking at right now and maybe adjusting in case they haven't done them correctly? Uh, number one, they need, they need uh, two sets of goals. They need their short-term and long-term goals. What exactly would it, what would it exemplify a successful year for them this year? And from that, they need to break it down into monthly, weekly, and daily activities. How am I going to get there? And then track themselves. Uh, the, the beauty to this business or, or really any sales business is if you're willing to put the effort in, you can get almost anything you want. And by simply taking a good hard look at what you've done, and, and here, here's, the, here's the thing later, I, I would challenge anybody who's in a position right now who says, yeah, I'm, I, I, I did everything I needed to and I'm not where I wanna be. Because most people, when I'm talking to them like that, they tell me things like, I made a bunch of phone calls. I worked really hard the past two months. But when I ask them to really break down what they did on a daily basis, it kind of goes away. You know, I was talking with an agent last night and she told me, she says, she says I called all week. It was her first week in the business. I called all week. I didn't get anybody, but I'm going to keep doing it for you. I'm like, for me? <laughs> I said, okay. You know, how, you know, so I said, how, what did you do? And she's hand dialing right now, just getting used to it. But she says, uh, two hours a day and 24 contacts. I said, wow, 24 contacts a day? And she says, no, no, in, in five days, I spoke to 24 people. I said, oh, okay, five people a day. So I said, we're, we're working on a 3% turnaround ratio. So you've got to, right now at 25 people, you have a 0.7% chance of someone saying yes. You're not even giving yourself an opportunity to win. So you got to get your numbers up. And uh, what I would tell everybody in coaching, the most offensive thing a coach can say to a player is you have to work harder. And the most offensive thing a player can hear from a coach is you have to work harder. Uh, a coach is only effective when they see what you're doing and they can make changes and tweaks to it. Okay, Lloyd, you, you called 25 people a day for the past 10 days. You spoke to 250 people and nobody wants to do business with you. What are you saying? Okay, that's the coaching, right? If you come in and you say, I spoke for two weeks, I called 10 people. You need to call more people. And that becomes very, ugh, why would I even, you know, why did I even ask him that? That's, I know I need to do that. So it comes in where let's really look at what you're doing and is that uh, effort coachable or do we still need to increase the effort to get it to a coachable level? Is that, um, I think that's, that's kind of where, where we look at. It's really creating that uh, uh, accountability for the agent to understand that the only person they ever need to look at for success or failure is themselves. And sometimes that's the hardest pill to swallow. <laughs> Yeah. And I think many times agents also know that they need to be doing a little more, um, but maybe they get discouraged or they start comparing themselves to someone else 
or they just get lazy, you know? <laughs> Everybody loves the blueprint when I issue it, all right? They all love it. And then once they got to dig into it and really start filling it in and seeing how much work is involved, they all forget how to do it. <laughs> and so, you know, and, and it's, it, look, if it was this office, it was this office, but it was every company, any place I've ever worked, even back on Wall Street when I was, te when I was training financial planners, it was the same thing. If they had the numbers, they knew how to fill them in. But if they didn't or felt like it was too much, it became overwhelming. And that's for that's where we as coaches come in and we have to take some of the overwhelm away and give people the, you know, the ABC gets you X, Y, Z. This very, you know, this business is very simple. It's just not easy. There's just a few things we need to do every day consistently to be successful in the long run. And that's what you need a coach for to kind of look and see what you're doing and say, stop right there. Let me show you a better way without, without making you wrong. You know, it's not a matter of making people wrong for doing it, but mm -hmm. let's not waste time. You know, one thing we don't have in this world is time, you know, we, we <laughs> unlimited time at least. Exactly. So tell us where can people go if they want to learn more about your coaching or signing up or maybe having a chat with you to see if it makes sense for you guys. Uh, they can always reach me uh, on my Instagram handle at the Mizzy group. Uh, or they can, uh, I have two different websites. You can go to livingbetteryou.com and that's my coaching website. Or you can go to the Mizzy group.com, which is my real estate website. Highly recommend going to living better you that's going to bring you through all the different aspects of the business and really give you a good understanding of what is expected of you. Awesome. Well, Vance, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us some of your knowledge. I think especially um, this last part is really something that agents really need to take note of and even rewatch because again, tracking your numbers, having a system like the one that you provide at the end of the day, I think it's just almost like a habit where you plug in your numbers and then over time you see what you need to work on, what needs improvement and mm -hmm. someone like you comes in and can help an agent go from, you know, average to maybe doubling or tripling, you know, their production just because they had someone like you guiding them. Absolutely. Once, once you're keeping score and you're, and you're, kind of working to make tomorrow better than than today and, and you're pushing things forward, it's amazing how quickly your business will absolutely explode as opposed to trickle along hoping to get somewhere, you know, and uh, that's what I want people to understand this. Look, there is so much room to be successful in this business and there's so many agents right now leaving the industry. Now is the perfect storm for brand new agents and established agents to really kick it into high gear and take their career to the next level. Because a lot of people are simply not doing it. Exactly. There you go. All right, Vance. Well, thank you so much once again. And to everyone else, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much, Leda. We'll see you soon. <laughs>